Perfectone, the boss of you know that you bless yes tell you a boss in your drip in your Welcome every step set this thing podcast. out set this thing out podcast that helps you carefully rock in life and business the show where you learn what it takes to be your own boss your one-stop shop for tips tools and resources your sweet spot for digital online business startup when you are looking for your next step in life and business we've got you covered where emerging entrepreneurs come to level up their game with your hosts Powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. I'd like to welcome our very first entrepreneurial powerhouse couple, Joel and Audrey Burr. Welcome to the Boss Effect Podcast. It's Boer. Burr. Boer. Boer. Yeah, she's right. I'm sorry, bro, man. I gotta go. With, I gotta go with the lady. <laughs> this is gonna work out great because you already started off on the right foot, Joel. She's right. She's right. Yes, he did. Any brownie points I can always get, I go for them. Thank you for having us so much. Appreciate yes. that. When I met Audrey on Clubhouse, Sean Seven, mm-hmm. we we just instantly connected. I was like, Oh my God, who is she? I think I have a kindred spirit. Somebody who loves to talk about stuff. Like I like to talk about stuff. Like we like to talk about learning mm-hmm. and things that we've learned and sharing our stories and how we can help other people. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was really, really just phenomenal when she said, I love service and she works with her husband. And it's kind of similar to what we were doing. And yes. I looked to see she's the chief architect. Okay. Chief data architect. Data architect mm-hmm. over at First right. Direct. Yes. But do you know what Mr. Joel's title is? Mm-hmm. Ooh, he's the chief data disruptor. There you yeah. go. I, I mean, why why stick with a boring title like president when you can uh, yeah. you know be the, the chief data disruptor? So we but just no go with that. No matter what, what are you? You're Joel, and you're the. I'm the boss. Y'all heard it here. There you go. <laughs> you heard it from her. So, so you guys, um, I want to first before we even go any further, I want to say congratulations on 16 years of being in business. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. That's a great milestone right there, man. It's definitely had its ups, its downs, its moments where we said, hey, are we doing what we should be doing? And, um, you know, it's one of those things that that as each year has gone by, it's like, well, we didn't come this far to only come this far. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, let's do another year. Let's do another year. Let's do 10 years. Let's now let's do another 16 years. So um, I, I think, you know, that a- along those years, it's 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 the courage to 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 deal with those ups and downs. A lot of people just cash out when the downs come and then they never, never, never understand why they, they don't find uh, the, the really rich rewards that they're dreaming of, that their goals are aimed for. Uh, they just, you know, so that's, that's what I can say, you know, I, I've seen over the last 16 years is, is we've seen a lot of things that we've achieved and we realize now from a belief led standpoint that, oh my goodness, there's so much more possible. Yeah. 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 Most yeah. Definitely. Uh, I was like going to say, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. Uh, like Queen Kimmy has stated, we, we started working together. We've been partnered together for the last three, maybe three, four years. I wanted to know how is it for you guys? partnering together and working together as a couple? Loaded question. Yeah, that, that is a loaded question, so, I think. What but. I was going to say fits perfectly that he started solo in our in our house, started solo. Our, our That's how we know when our anniversary is for our work. Our son was a few months old. 
So he turned 16 in March. And so in May, we knew it was our 16th anniversary for the business. We don't live and die by that date, but I'm like, oh, it's, it's that time. Um, but he started, had a few employees and about when he was, our baby was like two, I came in and started working with him and that could have gone better. My heart was at home with baby and not here at the business with him. And that was a conflict. So it didn't work out so well working together at that point in time, supported him. I encouraged him, but well, some days hard, it's hard working together. So now I think it was like 2016, our second child, she sat under the desk. I brought the diaper bag and I'd come in for half days and help out and started learning. Not there's no, pay, there's no paycheck when you work together. Sometimes there is, there's rewards, but, but it was like, come in with the baby, learn as I go, make cold calls, learn what I'm talking about and then go from there. And now I can probably handle, except for marketing, I can handle a little bit of each area of the business because it's been this long. Mm -hmm. So it's been rewarding. I've come a long way and I, so much farther to go, but I've come a long way. I appreciate the realness and the rawness and what you all just did right there. You started out together. Hey, this is not going to work. You go ahead and do it. I'll stay home. Now we're at a place where I can come back into business and we can move forward. Yeah. When you're talking about marketing, I love the fact that it's always about the stories that you tell, the stories that you share. Mm -hmm. And your story is that you love data, Joel. You love research, Joel. You get excited about it. Like, I was so, I was moved by your story to like, oh my God, he, he went on a job, something happened. He was introduced to something kind of sounds like he became obsessed with it and said, I'm going to do this. Is that kind of like what happened? That's yeah. If, if we were to rewind a little bit, you know, if we rewind about 24 years ago, when I started in this whole venture, I, I was a teenager then, and I was working for a, for a, a company, a telemarketing company. And I, I was pretty good on the phones. I always, I always got, you know, top rank on, on closing deals when we were selling such things as call waiting and long distance and, you know, those types of things back in the day. And uh, a lot of us, we're a lot older of people, than you think. A lot Even, of people don't know what those, those things are. They're like, you, you had to pay for those things. Um, but yeah, once upon a time you had to pay for long distance, things like that. But uh, I got put onto a program for uh, Occidental Petroleum, and then I got actually invited as as an 18 year old, you know, to fly to Chicago back and forth. I was flying every week. I was working in in the business districts in Southeast Chicago and and uh, all over Chicago selling natural gas. And we used this little data product called Business USA uh, from a company called American Business Information. And uh, you know, long story short, I came back, and the friend that I was working with, my best friend, he's like, well. Let's go work for American Business Information. We'll get paid more. We're going to still make phone calls. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like yeah, let's go. So this data thing in, intrigued me because I realized how powerful it was for business owners, how powerful it was that they could, you could make quick decisions from a sales standpoint, know so much that you could, you could really you know, service those, those clients better. And so this data thing became an obsession, like you said. And I started working from then, went from other companies, and then fast forward to 2005 is when I started First Direct. Um, it, was, it was one of those things that the way that I looked at it is there's a lot of other companies out there that are providing solutions. A lot of times those aren't the right solutions for companies. Mm -hmm. They're not what those companies actually need to grow. And so that's where our tagline comes in of marketing solutions that fit, you know, is, is that we want to provide the solutions that fit. Yeah, I want to transact with you. Of course, that's the way we can consummate the deal. You know, and consummate the relationship is a, an interchange of transaction there. But I want to make sure I get you something that's actually going to grow. So if you're a small business owner, if you're a big business owner, 
if you're a Fortune 100, I want to make sure that I'm giving you a solution that works because it's it's your people that are working hard for that money that you're paying for that with. It's your community that's going to be affected if you succeed or fail. And so when we when we look at things here, we look at it from a vision and mission standpoint of we're impacting communities. We're helping communities become better. We're helping people become better. We're helping families. We're helping that mother who's working her job have security for the future because the company's going to do well by what yeah. we do for them. Yeah. Help companies grow and stay alive right now. And you know, when you're doing it, Joel, and you're telling your story like that, the thing that makes you so relatable is the fact that you are a family man. You're doing it with your wife. You're doing it with your kids. So when you're saying you're impacting families and lives and communities, well, guess what? Your families are a part of communities. Your families are a part of other people's lives. Your families are changed. They're the ones who are going to make the change in the world. And we don't realize that it really starts at home. So you are a living epitome of what you teach. And I love that. And the fact that you use the word technobabble on your website just really Uh When well, I there's nerd that, magic there too. So, <laughs> when I saw Techno Babble, I said, "Okay, this is going to be a very interesting interview because this is Queen Kimmy's lane right here." <laughs> the Techno Babble? Does she, oh, uh, does she yeah. have a, a does she uh, translate for Techno Babble? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it though. I'm getting much better. I'm getting much better. I'm like Audrey. I'm still. I'm learning. I'm still. I'm still. It's, it's a process. I'm still learning. <laughs> I have to be reminded all the time to update my Zoom. I'm like, okay, okay. If, once our boy moves out, I'm in trouble because he helps me a lot with my technology. Oh my he's 16. Look, we have a 16-year-old. He's getting ready to leave us in August and go to the governor school here in South Carolina. He builds our websites. He handles all our back-end stuff. So we don't know what we're going to do when he's gone. He does custom coding. Yes. Back-end, and he's obsessed with Click funnels and yeah. Russell Bronson. Yeah. Data. Click funnels is okay. Yeah. yeah. For my 16-year-old. There's better. But my <laughs> but my 16-year-old has been introduced to this and he's borderline genius obsessed. Yeah. At 16. Yes. Love so it. can you imagine the conversations that take place in yes. our house? Yeah, I love it. Joel's I- probably jealous because our boy did the click funnels whole thing and he's like, yeah, uh, he's not interested. <laughs> He, he has the art mind he's an artist and a musician so he doesn't he doesn't want the techno babble he doesn't do any of this so it's not interesting to him. send your son on what no <laughs> you know what joel um so sean seven is probably a little jealous because he's into the music he's a hip-hop artist yes. and he wants his son to do the hip-hop artist thing with him well, and the music well just do an exchange program yeah, so yeah let's, just, let's do that one week <laughs> That'd be amazing. There you go. You'll you'll love him. He plays he plays saxophone, piano, piano. ukulele. Yeah. Our son is Bass guitar now. He's he's learning that. He's teaching himself that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. There you go, man. He's a I one man band. Definitely still in my way. I have a studio here. We'll have we'll be jamming every day. We already <laughs> have the saxophone, everything Sean has it here which for. Which kind? Him. Which kind do you have? Oh, he's the which... alto sax. Okay. Alto sax. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what he's awesome. got. That's what our boys got. Yes, he, he, he likes he the berry. He played that in the band. He played in the band for high school for two yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, okay, love it. But yeah, we we love jumping on Clubhouse. We love having the conversations because we were all cut off so long from conversations. Yes, we were. Networking, communicating, connecting. I, I I think one of the interesting things that happens on Clubhouse too is the the you know some of those conversations we can all agree are pretty much uh, just they're they're not worth it. 
Um, so, so some of them rooms are, are, are just, I, I don't even enter those rooms. They're just like, you know, they're rehashing negativity that doesn't need to be put out into the world. And, uh, but some of those rooms are, are some deep, courageous conversations that happen. And some of those rooms are lightheartedness, you know, um, there's some of the most interesting people I've met on clubhouse met, uh, uh folks like Stephen Cade, S Stephen Cade, he's a country, Musician. country music songwriter. He's in Nashville. Uh, he, he hit us in a room. He hit me and a bunch of other business owners in a room at a Friday night when we were kicking back, reflecting on our week and having a glass of bourbon. And, and he kicked us a song of Pinky Promise. And he had every single one of us fathers in tears by the end. You know, it's like the wedding song you would do with your daughter. Yeah. He wrote it. It needs to be on the so, radio. It's so good. Yeah. So, you know, there's a, a small little little recommendation for he that. He knew his audience. Oh, he yeah. found he, the dads. He found the dads <laughs> in the room reflecting on business week with a glass of bourbon. And, and uh, there, mm -hmm. there you go. So it's, but it, I, I think the important thing that's that we've all learned from this last year and a half is is the nece the necessity we have to have good conversations. You know, and I think the the good conversations where we can all have a real conversation and not a debate on important things, in which we're not going to get into on this one here. But it's like on important things. That's how that's how we can pull people together. That's how you build community, not divide communities. And uh, you know, from a business standpoint, our, all of our businesses have an important role to play in that too. You know, are are we just after the bottom line? Well, it's important, no doubt. We got to build our line, but um, but we also need to be a good steward of our communities. You've been listening to the Boss Effect podcast, I think, <laughs> because that was like a perfect, like almost almost like a, like he has the cue card. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I think it has to go with one simple thing is my name is Joel Boer and I'm a boss. I love it. And you know what? What makes you a boss, Joel? What makes you a boss is that a boss knows that they have to be bold. They have to be outspoken. They have to be soulful yes. and they have to be willing to tell a story that people can relate to. Absolutely. So when you think about marketing, think about first direct marketing, think about Joel and Aubrey over at first direct marketing and give them a call, give them a try. You can even stop by the website, Joel Viewer. Joel, I messed that up. See, I was trying to be all professional. <laughs> it's all good. Stuff. It's all good. Go ahead and do it for me. You're good. Just I messed that all up and we're not taking it out. Just so you there know. you go. Just, just go to joelbrewer.com and actually just go down to the bottom and sign up. You know, we're I'm working on the book of Take Back Your Marketing because it's there's a lot of businesses out there. They get sold so many uh, phony things that, again, that's that where it goes into the earlier comment that I made is like so many you have these companies and you have the people that are working hard for their companies. It's it's their money that's being spent on these things. You know, it's their money that's being spent to, to help a company grow. And so to take back that marketing, what that means for, you know, by the way, that's what you'll find at the bottom of the page is to take back that marketing is to really get in control and get the solutions that are going to help a company grow because it is impacting communities. It is impacting people. So marketing needs to be um, a lot of times companies will look at marketing. They're, they're looking for the it, it needs. They're looking for just the way to get to scrape the dollar, you could say. Out of the out of the market, and although that should there should be that transaction value, there should also be a, a positive footprint value left. You know, it's kind of like when people talk about, hey, you you use natural resources like trees, and you know, we we think about our vehicles and the efforts to make them more clean. 
and, and how we leave a better impact on the world around us, we should do that with our businesses, always, from our marketing to our people to everything. And, and our, now, however, our people, people, if you're, a, if you're somebody that works for somebody, you have the, the duty and the obligation to be a positive impact in that business. It's not all about that business service and you. It's you about service in that business and the business's goals being aligned with your personal, professional, financial goals. And if you fulfill that business's goals, they should be helping you aim towards and fulfill your personal, professional, financial goals. There's a symbiotic relationship now. I love that. The circle of life is <laughs> all connected. Absolutely. It's all connected. <laughs> you know what, Joel, when we think about that, what does that look like? What would that look like? Uh, personal, professional, financial goals. So let's just say, you know, an employee coming to work for a company, they say, well, you know, my personal goals, I want to, I want to get a house. All right. Let's be specific. What type of house? Well, I, I want three acres of land. It's, it's going to be a two-story house. And it's going to have a, a front porch that wraps around, you know, three of the sides, right? One of those big front porches. We got a couple of rocking chairs out there, a long drive. And, and this, okay, so now you got a goal of a personal goal. Now, obviously that personal goal has a financial attachment to it as well, right? You know, it's going to cost some money, especially nowadays with, with housing prices going up. So a financial goal, well, what does that mean? Well, I want, I want to make a good living. I want to pay my bills. All right, that's not a financial goal. A financial goal is, hey, listen, I, all my family, they've never earned more than $60,000. I mean, there, we got a lot of families out there that that's the most they've ever earned. You know, the, the most successful person in their, in their families only earned $50,000 and they're stuck in this cycle. Okay. So now it doesn't mean that the world owes you. The world owes you nothing. Absolutely zero. Owes you nothing. You don't have, you have no rights, but those for which you're going to work hard for. So that financial goal, all right, I want to make good money. Well, what's good money? Um, six figures. What type of six figures? I want to make 150000 or I want to make 200000 Okay. For you to make 200000 at a company, all right, the company needs to get something back from you too. So the productivity that you give the company has to make it possible that the company can, can now pay you that amount. They can't just pay you that amount because you think you're worth that amount. you got to prove, you got to exchange with the marketplace that you're going to give this much value above and beyond because you never pay anything for which is not worth more. You know, if you go buy a, a bottle of water or, or this coffee, I spent four bucks on this coffee. This coffee is worth more than four bucks to me, okay? Or else I wouldn't have spent the four bucks for it. So a company is only going to exchange to you if they're getting a greater value than what they're paying you. That's, how, of course, how the company stays profitable. So there's the financial goal. So there's a personal and a financial goal. Now, a professional goal, you're like, you want to find fulfillment out of work. And I've had this conversation with my team recently, especially with some of the things that we're implementing. We're implementing some really dramatic changes in our organization that, you know, are, are things that a few years ago I would have I would have never thought I would have done. However, where it's going to take us, where it will take us, is just to a, a whole new level. And so, from a professional standpoint, each of my employees here, you know, the question is going to be asked of them. From a professional standpoint, where do you want to see yourself? You know, and for some of those people, it might be, well, hey, I want to be managing a team. I want to have a team underneath me. Well, that fits in line with company goals. It's in alignment with our company goals. Okay, and a, a, alignment is one of our core values within our company. So is results, so is discipline, so is transparency, right? So is inspiration. So if, if inspirational force inside of our organization, right, they're in alignment with our core values, 
they're transparent, okay, they get results, right? They're disciplined. They're going to be doing some of the things, they're going to be doing most of the things that are necessary to start building them up, okay, and elevating them professionally so that they can find professional fulfillment from this. So if, if they start focusing on those things, personal, professional, financial goals, then the company can help them fulfill those other parts, right? So if, if they see the overall goal of the company, for example, if we were to look at it from a company standpoint, the goal of our company here is, is to make the impacts on communities and people, but we want to build ourselves to become an international brand. We also want to build ourselves to be a $100 million company. So for us to get there, that means a lot of transactions we have to, we have to go through, a lot of communities we have to touch, a lot of customers we have to touch, a lot of businesses we have to touch. So if our team is fully focused on that mission right there, we're going to be able to fulfill their personal, professional, financial goals. And now they found fulfillment within a work environment that they would have never gotten anywhere else. And they, they have the joy of working in a place that actually cares about their goals. And that's what a boss does. A boss not only thinks about themselves, but they also think about the company, the culture of the company, and yeah. what that, that culture does within the company and within the community. And, and I love that. I love that. That's one of the oldest, oldest, oldest marketing principles um, that I was introduced to. And that's from Mr. Walmart. You know, if your customers and your clients and your employees are happy, they'll go above and beyond. When I was in the military, when I, tr I treated my soldiers above and beyond, I would go to lunch some days. It, well, I wouldn't go to lunch some days because I'd be working so hard and I'd make them go to lunch, but I'd stay and work. And when I look up, they'd come back from lunch and guess what? They brought me lunch. Why? Because they knew I cared about them. So I love that. That is true indeed. And I want to test you because you spoke that like a true boss. You spoke that as if you are a true boss, you are already doing it. And we want to make sure that our guests who listen to the boss effect know that we are not bringing people who are just giving you fluff. Joel is a true boss and we're going to test him right now. Can we test you right now, Joel? Let's roll. Ooh, are you up for a test? Let's roll. Actually, I want I want I want both of you guys to join in on this one. Yeah. Both so, of you. This game is called 10K in 10 days. We adapted this game from the undercover billionaire. Awesome. I love it. All right. So basically the rules of this game is you only get a hundred dollars. We'll even give you a little pickup truck, little beater truck to get around in. You can use the internet. No one knows you. You can't get a loan from family or friends. You can't get a loan from a bank. You have to use only the resources that we get given you. Yeah, intellectual. Your intellectual property, yes. Yeah. And if you make that 10K in 10 days, we're going to also give you another, gift you another 10K. So you'll leave out of here with 20K. Yeah, shoot. Since it's pretend, we can even throw in 10K for a charity of your choice and $10 million. <laughs> it's pretend. We can give them whatever we want. It's whatever pretend. Want. <laughs> but what... What would you do in those 10 days to make the, make that 10K? Now, before you answer, Joel, because you are already a 10Xer, yes. and you know that this game was adapted from Grant Cardone, because uh, I had some issues with Grant Cardone oh, on Undercover Billionaire. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, Grant. Ain't no way. Uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. So but, I wanted to test real people doing it real live. And since you are a 10Xer, you get to represent and see if it's actually possible. We ask this question to everybody on the boss effect. So what would I do? Is that what you're, that's what we're down to, right? $100? Uh, 
I, 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 I do agree with what Grant did there. So he just, he got rid of that hundred dollars as quick as possible because it, you're only going to lose your focus. So the, I think the first thing is, is get your acclimations to your environment and go after the contacts. So wherever you can get the contacts. Um, I think the, uh, you know, knowing what I, knowing what I know how to do in regards to data where I can help companies that that's an immediate easy path where it's finding those particular companies that are trying to grow. And that's where I would attack first or, or I, that's where I would go to first, just for what I do. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's simply going after there because there's, there's an opportunity there to develop programs from a marketing standpoint very quickly to generate 10 K in 10 days. But nobody knows you. Absolutely not. <laughs> nobody knows you. Absolutely not. They didn't know Grant. And that guy, they look right. at the business they started. So nobody knows. He did what he knew. He did what he knew. Guerrilla yeah. marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, what are, so for our listeners, they come to the boss. Yeah. They want to hear the steps. They want to hear the steps that George would take. Like, like you walk into a business. What do you say? I think I think the first thing is to to find out the business, you know, find the business and find the owner, find the decision maker, you know. But even before that, you're going to run into the influencers, so you need to you need to make sure those you have those connections with the influencers. Can I use any? Can I use any any connectivity that I have right or any of the current social assets right now? Not not my current my assets, but can I can I use a certain the the same channels? Yes, you can use the internet. Okay. All right, so I, I I jump on Clubhouse and Instagram right away too. <laughs> okay, because you know we're busiest there. <laughs> I because I I can create an audience real quick on Clubhouse. But they don't know you. They I know. don't know you. Nobody's ever heard of you. When we jumped on Clubhouse, who knew us? No, no one knew me on Clubhouse. It's true. The only that was a very organic following. The, the only reason the only reason I started to get an audience on Clubhouse, and I've gotten clients off of Clubhouse very quickly. I've gotten you know sixty thousand dollar deals off Clubhouse mm -hmm. uh, very quickly just simply because I showed up. Um, Can I interject? Yeah. He was talking about data and got the attention of somebody, and I, it was not a ten x room. They did not have a ten x connection. Did find out later she was is she in the community? Who the the big deal you're talking about? He was just talking Yvonne. about data, and she's like, "Call me now. We have to talk. I yeah. trust you." From one conversation, I trust so, you. So he could walk into a business so, and so, find a decision maker and do it. So it, here, here's something that I've always been really good at is hitting the phone. I'd hit the mm -hmm. phone first. That, that would be my first, one of my first steps would be hitting the phone. I got the internet. I have a, I, you know, I got a phone, obviously probably not my contacts in there, you know, Don't need but um, I'd hit the phone. Google's your friend. You know, if, if I had a hundred dollars, I'm not going to spend it on data. I know where to go find data on Google. Um, you know, once you're beyond that, obviously you, you buy it, you know, you can buy data and accelerate your pace. Uh, but there's a lot of easy, simple ways to get organized. I'm going to get organized really way so I can prioritize my, my contacts. There's some free CRMs out there um, that, that you can easily get an app on your device and start to work right away. So that's, that's one of the first few things that I would do is, I, you know, obviously, I need to find a place to stay. You know, uh, I, I think I could figure that out pretty, pretty quickly. I, um, he's six foot six. He can. He can. He six can, foot six. He gets things. And I and I usually kind of I usually can come across as a genuine you know genuinely and, and get that across. And so he's usually, a nice guy. usually I can I can get some some assistance in that respect. Plus there's a truck, so I get the truck. Um, but so yeah, phones but and door to door. Phone, phones and business to business phones and door. business to business. Yeah, it's phones and business to business. It's going to be getting the bearings of the of the. If I'm am I limited to just a metro? You can go wherever no? you're. One hundred dollars and your truck will take you. 
downtown. Awesome. So, so I don't need to drive far. I have the internet. I have Clubhouse. I have Instagram, right? I probably have a laptop, maybe. Yeah, oh, great with his. They all had their yeah, yeah. They had laptops. Yeah. 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 So, so then, so then I'm set. I got all the tools I need. I got a phone. I got a computer. I got internet, and I got I got outreach. So contacts equal contracts. You know, one of the first things I'd go is, is build a free landing page to pull that data directly into the CRM that I'm working with. So I can start working the working like that data. Days. Yep. Really? That's, I can do that. In, he can do it quick. I can do that in the first half of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for the 10K in 10K, 10K in 10 day challenge, you would only need a half a day. No, no, no. He could set up, he could set up his landing page in half a day, he's saying. So, oh, so okay. Okay. I, I like, it, yeah. So, so he's know, saying how quick he can get things put into place. So if I got a laptop, if I got a phone, then it's, it's real quickly set up. How am I going to capture the flow? And then it's this, spend the rest of that day and the rest of those 10 days building the flow, converting the flow. So it's, 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 you gotta, you gotta generate the flow. If you're not, if you're not getting the flow, you can't convert and you can't retain. So a lot of people focus on the retain when they haven't even gotten the flow going. Cause they're like, well, what if I can't handle the flow? That's a new problem. Wait for that. I want the flow. Yeah. Well, and he works smart. He, he works smart too, because you can use the daytime hours for the phone calls and the door to door visits at the businesses. And then you in the morning before, and at the end after yep. when they're closed, that's when you do your landing page, your yep. CRM. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, uh, there, there's a lot of services out there too, for, for a lot of, you know, what, with what I do for the folks of the audience, you know, what I work with companies on is I help them get the right information, the right data that helps them get their right audience so they can grow their business. And so there's a, you know, some of the simple tools of the trade are, are a lot of database manipulation engines. And there's uh, Amazon web services. I can set up what I need usually with a, a free trial on, on a basic low level server with them. We're helping somebody start up to, right now. That's what we're doing. This is a startup. Yeah, to basically, <laughs> you know, I can set up those basic things because I know what I'm doing there. Another business owner, I wouldn't recommend it because you don't, if you don't know SQL, you don't know SQL. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you don't know what the SQL, what term SQL means, then you don't know SQL. And that's okay. Your boy um, knows it. I bet your boy knows it. So, but it, it's those things very quickly that, that I could get those things. Um, obviously, I'm using a pseudo name. I know where to go get information so that I can facilitate my client's needs. And I can convert those and, and flow those real quickly. So can can I just say what a bossy is? Anytime he changed jobs or was was like in limbo, which didn't happen often. We've been we're almost married 20 years, together 22. He never was off for more than a few days, never went without, never missed rent, never missed a meal, never missed nothing because of in between. Because he knows what he's doing. I think you'd be great at a 10 day challenge like that because you know how to do it. Hmm. You've been doing it. Yeah, just my start would be the flow. My start would basically get those. You have a phone, you have a computer, you know, get rid of the hundred dollars as quick as possible, you know, just simply because, you know, it's going to be your, your wrong focus. So you got to focus right away on the flow and how you're going to, how you're going to make as many contacts as possible. And then, then work through those contacts because you got to qualify those contacts out. You know, some people don't need what you have at all. Some people don't need it now. Some people can't afford what you need now. Or, or, you know, what you need to go after. So you need it. The, the, the bigger deals are just as hard to get as the smaller deals. Mm -hmm. So I, I would, I would go after, you know, you know, if I'm putting together, for example, marketing programs, you know, or marketing programs for clients, I, I'm going to go after $2,500, $5,000 programs. Cause then in those 10 days I can land one, two, three, four, I could land five or six of those. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> And so Very it sounds like you are definitely going to make that 10K in 10 days. 
And the way that you just described, I believe he's going to make that 10K before them 10 days even hit. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree because I've had the pleasure of already like looking over on the website and it is very beautiful, oh, clean, yes. crisp. Yes. There is no confusion. You know, yes. like when clients come, they don't get confused because it's very precise and to the point. And if you don't believe me, just go check it out for yourself. Yes, and Thank you. Thank you for that. It will definitely be in the show notes for you guys. I'm going to go check out that website. Yeah. Beautiful website. Beautiful. Website. Yes. And once again, we want to thank you guys, Joe and Audrey for joining us again on The Boss Effect. It has been a blessing having you guys here. You are definitely a powerhouse couple. Please don't be strangers. We would definitely love to have you here again. Yes. Absolutely. Be happy to. Thank you so Thank much, you both of you. Thank you for having us. Yes. Really appreciate it. I have one question before we end. I would love for you to end The Boss Effect by leaving us with one most profound takeaway that you would like to give. One, one golden nugget, you know, like in the show. You know how when you watch the talk show and they say, and hey, this is, this is, um, Saturday Night Live. So go ahead, Joel, end the show for us. Take us home. I, I think one of the, the first things that, that come to mind is activity does not equal yeah, effectiveness. And so uh, uh, it, it's something we heard recently. And I, and I think that that's in a very important thing that a lot of people miss the importance of how their efforts need to be intentional and they need to be effective in what they do. And so uh, if there's business owners out there that are struggling right now, ask yourself that simple hard question. You know, are you just being active or are you being effective? And so the, the, the simplest way is to cut through it and, and focus on, hey, what are the things that are going to help the here and now as well as in the future? How do they impact the future? And so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a responsibility that we do that because of how we grow our businesses, how we impact our marketplaces, wherever, whether they be small micro marketplaces or, or global it's, it's our responsibility to always leave that positive footprint. And you're not going to do that with ineffective activities. So a lot of times we get lost in the small details, focus on the big t- details. Um, That's a big nugget. That's you know, nugget. and it's, it's the, the other areas is if you're, if you're going to lean hard, don't forget the other parts, you know, parts of your life that you do need to lean hard in. You know, business is not the only place to lean hard. It's a very important thing. You know, it's, it's not the only thing. All things matter you know, everything's important. So that goes to our family, our friendships and our spirituality and our business. If they're out of balance, that's where you see people burn out. And the the burnout happens oftentimes, you're listening to the wrong information. So make sure you're listening to the right information, nothing to it, but to do it. That's a bigger nugget, I suppose. (laughs) Spoken like a true boss. You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an I-E. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. So that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.